This is Resist and Renew. The UK-based podcast about social movements. What we're fighting for, why, and how it all happens. The hosts of the show are... Me, Kat. Uh, me, Sammy. And me, Ali. I'm recording this now, baby. Shit, it's a podcast! <laughs> <laughs> Okay, welcome back to the Toolbox. Um, in this episode, we are going to look at tools and tips for handling conflict in the moment. Uh, in all the other episodes, we've given a lot of content around frames and ideas about conflict and some tools for preventing it or handling it outside of the moment. And now we are going to ha- dive right into what to do if conflict is happening right now. Great. And I guess one one thing that will probably soon become uh, obvious is for various scheduling readings, various scheduling reasons, Catherine is not here for this recording, so you'll just have to make do with uh, me and Ali. I hope that's fine. Um and so we're going to we're going to put forward a few like uh, very uh, high level scenarios and then we're going to talk through so like okay so in this situation what could you do about it so one scenario could be the classic one which is that there is some form of like active beef in a meeting we've made the distinction before about like when there's forms of conflict that lie under the surface and forms of conflict that are like spiking up in a meeting this is the spiking up in the meeting one um To make this um, all-purpose, you don't have to imagine that you're the facilitator of this meeting. You're just a person who's in this meeting and is witnessing the beef playing out. So um, what are some interventions that we could do in this scenario? The first uh, intervention we want to bring is called name, frame, and pause. And what we mean by this is just kind of pointing to the fact that you think there's conflict going on trying to give some kind of explanation about what you think is happening and then asking others if you think that's true making space to talk about it it's the minimal intervention in some ways like basically drawing to the drawing to the attention of the group that something is happening and not letting it slide past um so as an example intervention in this case you might just say something like it feels like there's some kind of disagreement and heat here that's not really being acknowledged. Is there something I'm missing here? Do you two who seem to be raising your voices have different priorities about what is being discussed in this topic? And then people may respond in different ways. But you've named it and you've given an explanation and then everyone else can chime in with agreement or disagreement. Whatever. Mm. Yeah, and I think one thing that's that's good about this one is I guess it doesn't matter if your framing of the situation is right necessarily as long as you put it forward tentatively then um, having a guess gives people the opportunity to be able to like correct you and be like oh no that's not what's happening or like oh no like it may seem like we're really annoyed at each other but actually this is like how we talk all the time and it's totally fine or whatever um, or maybe it's not totally fine and it is how we talk all the time who knows um, and also the reason that I really like this is a, and why I guess it's the minimal intervention is like you don't have to have any idea what could be done to resolve this as a situation. You just have to propose an idea for what you think is going on and then be like, let's talk about it. And then there's a chance that especially if you're in a group of people of like maybe five, six or more, then like there's a decent chance that somebody in the room will have an idea of something that could be done about it. So you're like 
making sure that the group takes responsibility for this thing which is happening in the group which is nice amazing and so often these moments just slide by and people be like oh i wish i did something and a really simple thing is to just be like it feels like something's happening but i don't know what to do <laughs> yeah it's the it's the record scratch so <laughs> intervention um okay should we, should we give another option? We're doing a bit of a quick fire one this episode, people. Um, so another um, potential option is um, take a small pause um, if it seems like the beef is kicking off. Um, so maybe take like a five or ten minute break. Um, so what we mean by that is if things start to get heated in a meeting, um, then it can be helpful to give people space to just like have a slight cooling off before maybe um, trying to address what's happening. So rather than the previous one, which is go straight in with like a there's beef happening, let's note it. This is a maybe let's take a slight pause before we before we do something. Um, so an example intervention could be something like um, it feels like things are really starting to like uh, get a bit tense in this meeting, um, and it's it's impacting my ability to focus on what's happening because I'm starting to feel a bit tense as well. Um, maybe it would be good if we all take a maybe 10 minute break, go outside, have a little walk around, and then we come back in 10 minutes and then we can like get back on uh, talking about this as a thing. Sweet, yeah. And um, some considerations to take into consideration. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Good, yep. good, good. Um, what you might want to think about is in the break people might want to use that break to talk to people particularly if like some individuals are getting a bit heated maybe you want to take take some of those people aside and just like see how they're doing or whatever uh, it's an opportunity to yeah use use that time maybe they just want to breathe or you just want to breathe and that's fine um but if you don't do that maybe you might end up come back in, coming back to the, exactly the same situation uh which could be fine or it could be easier if you'd done something differently um and when you come back maybe you want to if you are the facilitator or maybe you want to chat to the facilitator you could ask people to talk to each other in pairs just be like maybe take five minutes to talk to your neighbor and be like how are you feeling what do you think is going on in this meeting that's not really vibing for you at the moment because that again brings all the other brains and feelings in the room to like assess what's going on it doesn't put it on you to like solve the conflict everybody's going to have a, a view of what's happening and that's really that's more information and helpful mm, and i think i guess like that's a common theme in what we're saying now is like if it feels like there is like an individual uh, disagreement is happening in the space then what are ways that you can try and collectivize it and make sure that the group can try and hold it as a conflict um, and one thing that I think is nice about that, um, about this as an intervention is like, if, if there is like a conflict happening and then you go straight in with like, I think maybe we should all like, just take like all chat to the person next to us about what we think is going on in this conflict. It can feel like a really jarring <laughs> intervention and people will be like, no, I'm in the middle of making this point that I'm really passionate about or whatever. And it can feel quite hard to do. Whereas if you just take an, even a small break, it can be easier to transition back into a slightly different activity. That's not like, okay, let's, let's reconvene the argument that we were having 10 minutes ago. Mm -hmm. Go. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that's uh, a slight, you don't even need that big a pause to be able to like 
flick back into that as a thing i think yeah another thing i like about it is like breaks are tools like people don't generally think about that they think about snazzy stuff that is got cool names and stuff but just like have a break it changes things yeah. and people don't need to be in intense conversations all the time it's good it's not all weird fishbowls people <laughs> it's almost all not weird fishbowls in fact um so another potential intervention uh, in this situation but maybe a bit more relevant for if someone said something that you that you disagree with in a meeting which could just be like a one-off thing but it, or it also could be in the in the midst of a conflict um is that there's a there's a tool called vera um v-e-r-a um so that's a tool which is for responding to things which people have said that you don't agree with and vera is an acronym it stands for validate explain reframe and ask so it's a way of responding to something that someone's saying without falling into the trap of reinforcing the thing which you don't agree with so if someone says something that maybe you'd deem like um playing into societal bigotries or something in a meeting like it's a way that you can respond to what they're saying and like acknowledge what they're saying but without being like yeah i also agree that it is the fault of the migrants that people don't have council housing or whatever it is um ali do you want to give an example uh intervention in the kind of vera structure sure so um this is an example of where there might be a disagreement about planning a demo uh someone might want to like have people to talk to the police uh, to manage the crowd or whatever and you might respond by something like uh, oh yeah it's really common that people think it's good to idea to have good relations with the police at demos and maybe talk to the police liaison officers is that what they're called yeah uh, the people in the police with the like light blue bibs who look really friendly um, and then you'd be like, unfortunately, they're just a soft form of surveillance. And whilst they're trying to be your friend, actually what they want to do is find out information about us. So if any of us get arrested, they can prosecute us. So for that reason, we don't welcome police at our protests or talk to them at all. Um, and then, do you know, does that make sense with you? Like, am I, am I being clear here? And just ending with that ask part um, allows them to like, ask more questions or to say like oh, actually i disagree or like challenge you a bit and it can be a it can be a bit of a dialogue it's not like a you're wrong uh we do it this way kind of thing mm. and maybe a consideration on this one is like tools like this uh especially with acronyms or like things with like a few steps can sound kind of robotic and can feel like you're being talked to through a tool uh, so it can be helpful to like personalize it and just use it as a skeleton but like add your own personal touches to it mm, i don't know about you but i as i was saying to ali earlier always forget what vera stands for every single time i mention it as a tool um the thing the word that i always remember is just the word reframe because i feel like i do the other bits naturally um but it's the reframing that i think is always the key bit of like those interventions for me of like I, like yes you've raised this point and i want to acknowledge that this is what you're saying and i think that actually that means that we can talk about this other thing that i think is maybe a more materially useful intervention into this problem that you see in the world or whatever it is uh this is a thing that we do a lot on anti-raid stalls this form of response mm. comes up a lot mm. for the weirder stuff that people sometimes say to you when you're just standing on the street for two hours yeah and sometimes and uh just sometimes people can be 
quite concerned about the validate point, especially I think Sammy mm. elaborate said earlier that like you don't want to be propping up a belief for a view that you don't really support. Uh, and the validate point can be really like sometimes Kelsey says this in workshops is like, yes, some people do think that and then move on. It's not being like, you, oh, yeah, I really understand where you're coming from. It's just like, yeah, that's your viewpoint and move move on to the next bit. Mm. Yeah, you're like you. It's making sure, like acknowledging, is another way of sometimes that sometimes people frame it. It's like making sure that you are responding to the thing which they're saying. Because sometimes it is like when you do that validation or acknowledgement step, it actually can be become apparent that you you didn't actually hear them correctly, and what you're responding to is not what they said. And that's why it's important, also, like Ali said, to end with a question. Mm -hmm. um, go on, Ali. Cool. You know you're going to say. Well, something. I was just going to say, do you want to? move us on to the slightly different scenario that we've got which is yeah so yeah so there was another thing that we were thinking of because so we were thinking that a lot of those situations are quite like individual um conflicts of like maybe two people are disagreeing or you're disagreeing with someone else or whatever it is um but as we've talked about in earlier episodes like that's not the structure of all conflict sometimes a conflict can be more something that's bubbling under the surface or a conflict can be more something to do with like a clash between different values playing out in how people are operating within the group rather than like a pitched a pitched argument in a meeting um so imagine a scenario where you're in a meeting and like the vibe of the meeting is just a bit off it's a bit weird like you feel a little bit uncomfortable in space but there's no like there's no argument that's happening and this isn't the first time the vibe has been off the last meeting the vibe was also a little bit off and like there's just some there's there's something going on that feels like there could be some kind of like un unsaid conflict happening under the surface um and so what we suggested uh, what we suggest could be a good intervention in this scenario is something going back to that name frame pause idea but maybe a slightly enhanced version of like name frame pause which we've written in our notes as enhanced name frame pause please if you do have a if there's a name for this please let us know because this is a terrible name um so that could be because often the the challenge with the name frame pause like we said before is the um, bringing a bringing a framing can be quite difficult when it is a problem where it's a little bit vaguer what's going on and it's a little bit harder to grasp like what are the dynamics that are at play here and so what we're suggesting that you could enhance in a situation like this is find a way of enhancing that naming and framing by potentially talking to somebody else and trying to talk through and work through this problem um, because it could be for example there's um, when there's less individualized problems, like for example, there's a disagreement around what, how the group allocates resources to certain things and like it's come up in a meeting where people haven't really addressed it or whatever, like that's a lot harder to conceptualize what's happening than like these two people are arguing because like this person wants the flyer to be read and the other one doesn't want the flyer to be read or whatever, which is a lot more uh, simple. Um, so what, do, what's, what, could a, what, could a, what could an intervention be of this form? Ali. Yeah, so we were thinking that um, an example of this conflict might be where you think that our, your group doesn't uh, spend enough time and resources on like care for one and each care for each other in the group. Um, so an intervention might be, as Sammy said, find someone else who you think might be sympathetic and share your feelings to explain why it keeps happening. Maybe you want to reflect on 
a question like, why is our group not already dealing with this issue? And some examples might be not enough time, not enough people, uh, different priorities to this particular thing. And then together, you could think of a way to bring it up in another meeting, in a meeting, um, using that chat to help frame it because it's um, hard to, as Sammy was just saying, and uh, bring up some pretend potential causes of of what is happening so be like oh yeah i feel like the vibes are a bit weird in the last meeting when we postponed the chat about care once again uh it feels like we're worried about how much capacity we have to do this and i think we should have an explicit chat about this what do you think and then have that as like a you know a big uh point on the agenda or even a meeting on its own for that kind of that topic um yeah yeah, so, and I think, and maybe this is move, moving on to the kind of like conclusionsy bit, because I think this point is relevant to what we just said, but also relevant to the other things as well, which is um, a lot of the interventions that we're talking about work more bro- work more broadly than just the scenarios that we've given. So, for example, um, we talked in the last episode around um that question of when do you intervene do you intervene in the moment do you intervene in, with a conversation with a person afterwards like do you decide not to intervene because you think it's not worthwhile etc um and a lot of these uh, interventions like name frame and pause or like using vera in a discussion would also work in like talking to somebody one-on-one after the meeting that's not the scenarios we gave and similarly this like uh, kind of enhanced um name frame and pause could work in other scenarios where like maybe you talk to somebody in the break of a meeting and like use them to like help flesh out what is like a name and frame that you could bring as an intervention when you come back from the break or whatever it is they're all relatively multi-purpose totally and we didn't want to bring too many tools into this episode like we brought four maybe in already um but just to say that there's like maybe some other things that we've been using in within these tools so like a lot of the uh, example sentences we've used have been been like i feel like this is happening or i'm experiencing this like kind of they people call them i statements so like owning your perspective and not framing it as like this is definitely what's happening and you're definitely wrong like yeah trying to like own your perspective trying to like make space to hear other people's perspectives and yeah using active listening that kind of stuff are all kind of weaved through these different um examples and we'll definitely give links to lots and lots of tools in our show notes yes we will um and i think we kind of touched on this before but like often people when it comes to there being situations of like conflict whether like active or under the surface in groups what people really from our experience seem to want is like what is the magic bullet intervention what is the one thing that you can do which means that everything's magically fine and not difficult to deal with and uh the sad update that we have is at least to our knowledge there is no fancy magic bullet intervention um all of these things are basically just different forms of note that the conflict is happening and create space to try and process it and deal with it as a group they're all just different variants of that as a as an approach um 
And so there's probably loads of other ways that you maybe naturally through your lived experiences of like having disagreements with people or like managing conflict in like family scenarios or whatever it is. Maybe you'll have lots of other ways that you can also like approach these kind of situations. This is not to say that these are the only limited ones, but everything probably when it comes to conflict in groups, the TLDR is like try and try and hold whatever conflict it is as a group rather than individually and maybe that doesn't mean everyone's spending all time in it all the time like it doesn't necessarily mean having a whole group meeting and everyone talking about it for every scenario but it shouldn't be individuals where possible even like unless that is part of a pre-agreed group process if that makes sense yeah totally and i guess all as with lots of tools they can seem hard and difficult and strange if you haven't used them and conflict can seem hard and difficult and strange and the only way to really get better is to practice so practice and i don't know about everyone else but where if i need to find some conflict all i have to do is look a little bit around my life and there's usually something going on i can spend a bit of time working on there's there's a there's a podcast that i listen to called the illusionist where they do a word of the day at the end and the, the, the call is always, try and use this word in an email today. So what we'll say to you is, try and use these interventions in a conversation or meeting that you have today. Because you'd be hard-pressed to go that long without noticing some kind of disagreement or potential proto-conflict or something going on. So go wild, let us know how it goes, and read the show notes, because there'll be more links in there. Okay, okay. bye. Toolbox out, bye. <laughs> Thanks again for listening to this episode of the Resist Renew podcast. Thanks as ever to Klaus for letting us use this backing track and to Rowan for doing all the transcription on this season. If you want to find out more about Resist Renew as a training and facilitation collective, check out our website resistrenew.com or on all the socials. And if you want to support the production of this podcast, you can do so at patreon.com forward slash resist renew. That's it for this week. Thanks for listening and catch you next time. Bye bye.